welcome to Bible Studies with the Twins. I'm Lori. And I am Michelle, and we are your hosts for this podcast. Excited to have you here. We are twin sisters just sharing our love of reading the Bible for the very first time to encourage you to do the same. We're not Bible experts. We're just two girls who fell into false teachings, law of attraction, manifesting, didn't know God's word. So we are sharing our journey to encourage you to join along with us to know the truth. We hope our Bible studies bless you along your walk with Christ. So join along with us, grab your Bibles, and let's get started. Before we get into our Matthew Bible study, we wanted to let you know this was the first book of the Bible that we started reading after coming out of false teachings, new age things. So please remember, Lori and I are new to reading and studying God's Word. We have learned a lot over the years, not just with about God's Word and the Bible, but in the book of Matthew as well, we came across other people later after we recorded all of our Matthew Bible studies that taught us new insights. So we might squeeze in other little talks of just sharing those little things along the journey of these Matthew Bible studies. Please though, make sure you check out our Matthew resource page where we're going to link up all the resources. And if you hear something, please give Lori and I grace and mercy along our journey. We're still learning and growing and Jesus is still working on us and changing us. So we hope you enjoy these Matthew Bible studies. Hey girls, welcome to another Bible study. Today's Bible study we are doing um, Matthew chapter 7. We already did part 1 of chapter 7, which was verses 1 through 11. So we are going to continue on. As Lloyd said, we did part 1. Now to continue on part 2. So grab your Bibles and your Coffee. Okay, before we read, we're going to close our eyes as a join us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we invite you here to be with all of us. We come here knocking and seeking and asking for your guidance, your wisdom, and discernment. Help us to take away what you need us to know from what we read today. Help us to apply it and to take action on it as well, Lord. We ask you to continue to renew our minds and to renew our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so now we're just going to read the verses. Therefore, whatever you want others to do for you, do also the same for them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road broad that leads to destruction. There are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate and difficult the road that leads to life and few find it. So again, I have, we have, we just wanted to mention something that we just noticed about our different Bibles. Again, I have the, the Christian Standard Bible from She Reads Truth. Lauren has NLT and the New King King James. James. And I was going to read the different versions out of all of them um, for these. uh, uh, Well, it's one that I want to note is that how they... Each Bible breaks it off. Technically, this whole chapter goes together. We're not trying to break up each section to say this is all you should focus on. They all build everything from part one builds upon part two. So everything, we want to get that across. We're not trying to say, we're just trying to, for time's sake, it would take us a long time to go over the whole chapter at once. So we're trying to break it up so it's easy to digest. But just to remember... All that we learned about the judging and the asking and knocking is going to continue on, on like, with this. Jesus, again, is specifically talking about the certain things in a particular order. order. So I just want to make um, note of that and yeah. that we just know it was interesting how my my Bible grouped it up in different sections. 
differently. Lord's, we're like, where do yeah. we stop? Where do we begin? So bear, bear with us here. But uh, we're gonna start off what people typically have known. Maybe you have to uh, the golden rule. And I'm gonna first read um, what the New King James said about it, and then I'll read mine. And if Michelle wants to read hers too, first mm -hmm. we're gonna really study this verse. This, this verse is verse 12. 12. This chapter says, "Therefore, whatever you want men to do, do also for them, for this is the law and the prophets." And I put a square around therefore, reminding me again, like it's something that we need to do. Um, and then on the New Living one, it says broke it off to the golden rule do and i circled do i'll put a box around it but reminding me this is us taking action so both bibles get that across do to others whatever you would like them to do to you this is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets i don't know if yours is much different than but yours says starts with therefore well, as well similar. <laughs> therefore whatever you want others to do for you do also the same for them again i underline do and we'll get to that why in a second this is the law and the prophets so again just first again a lot of you know we wanted to we read it and observe it remember this is jesus talking to his disciples so this is really for the believers to um all that he's teaching here is for us believers to start again living by going on to what we learned about judging and then how to keep asking and keep seeking and then we are keep knocking type of thing and then now he's going into like what else do we kind of need to do and it's the golden rule and so we we sat with this a lot and which i feel like goes perfectly ties in perfectly after coming after the judging one yeah because judging even something lord and i've been even it's been a few days since we filmed that one we've been sitting even more with judging and i would say it is hard to to I'm make like, that line yes. of when you're judging and when you're trying to curious but guide someone back because there's some tough things in this world that we can see as we actually learned more here when we get to the narrow gate we learned from i think it was the Chuck Smith. Chuck Smith, yeah, he talked about how a lot of pastors these days, if, so people within the Christian world are broadening the way, oh no, Jesus will accept you if you do this, it's okay if you do this, and I just find that just so the judging part, I, I'm sitting with that more of, gosh, that's hard to be like, not be judging, like to be mean or, or to, you know. Just to judge, just, I wrote but to be, note, don't just judge, just to judge. But to really be like, oh wait, does that person, I know we're supposed to have, or always have, um, I think the Harvest family always says, it puts your Jesus glasses on, and I like how you do this, it's like, yeah. we should always be viewing things through the truth of the word. So, so this like the golden rule, yeah. like we need all, every single day, wake up and put Jesus' glasses on, and do unto others whatever you like them to do. So looking at it, do to others. So do to others. What is just observing the, the text in here, do to others. Or mine says, therefore. So again, what I may note here is that, what my notes. <laughs> in the past, what we also learned from the Harvest family is that this, this golden rule is in the past was looked at as something negative. Jesus here is making it a positive. Yeah, this what also um, some of our research, this wasn't something new. There's a lot of other religions and just beliefs back then that were kind of around this like be nice to others they'll be nice to you type of concept but jesus flipped it to be more of a positive, positive side yeah. in a sense of as i said it's the doing part the doing part is important meaning like implies that you do this you don't sit around and wait back to that means like it. us as christians this is when we're again as christians we're a whole lot of higher standard we need to be the example for other people so we need to be the ones out there taking action i think that's again what jesus was reminding his disciples hey Remember, go out and do whatever you want. You would like them to do to you. 
and you can think about like would like them would like them would like them to do what and you have to kind of think about in your own life what would you like them to do what would you like other people to do so just mm -hmm. it does make you kind of just start thinking about how you're going to show up in life a little for at least for me a little bit differently it makes you kind of like think a little bit more before you speak um i know you probably all of us probably have heard that phrase before so i kind of sit with that like yeah jesus is i feel is this really reminding us to, to be more positive in life and you know don't just treat others meanly just to treat others meanly because also we also learned um, from the b he went to great depths into this as well as god is also judging us as well which we learned in the judgment part as well so that's why you have to be like okay God's also going to be kind of judging me in a way of how I'm treating others. And so, yeah. again, we don't want to, if we want to be the example of the light in the world that Jesus wants us to be. Like, I feel like this is a great example of being the light in the world, is being more of a positive influence. Um, so nice, say, so ni say nice things to others and help others, and then they will come back and help you. Yeah. And probably, like, many of us probably have had real life examples of when that maybe have happened in our life, when you were nice to somebody and later on it came back and they, someone, was nice to you back either that same person or somebody else. So yeah, I um, just made note. To me, this here. is also an example of that. Uh, the, the the commandment of Jesus, uh, God says, you know, love your neighbors. I feel like this ties into yeah, loving lovely. other people. And some other notes here that we got from the Chuck Smith audio that we listened to. He went all great in depth into this golden rule. And again, he's asking also something to think about. You know, as Christians, we need to be loving to everybody. And that also, again, like I said, it ties in with the judging. We're not to, to judge, but be more of a critical and like in terms of it's uh, just curious and guiding people back to the truth, right? It's always to be guiding people back to Jesus in a loving way. Mm -hmm. And how can you love just those that love you? And I also kind of, to me, sometimes in this world, we all have our packs of people that what we like and we favor and we want. We want good for them, but I think Jesus and the whole Christian way of living is that we're supposed to see that for everybody, not just for your group of people, right? You want good things for all people. You want all people to see the light of Jesus, right? And that kind of just leads into the narrow gate, which we're about to get into. It's like when you do this, he's like, don't we want as many people to get to heaven as possible? Yeah. And when Jesus is giving us a real truth, reality, wake up call here. A lot of people said like a lot of people just, you know, read the word or they hear the word at church but they're not actually going out and doing things and but again they I'm, I'm definitely guilty of this of not actually someone who i do do things to help people but i don't think as actively or in a manner sometimes as i think jesus is saying and um again i think that'll be different for us we're all going to be called to do different actions some of us are going to really want to go into other countries and really help over there like i do think there's other ways we can do this call but i think it's just important for all of us to reflect for a moment and say wow have I been doing, actively doing something for the good of others? Not to gain anything, not to get anything out of it, but just simply just to do good. And yeah, I just wrote next in, in my journal, in my journal here, I just wrote on the side, like golden rule, some things for me to kind of think about. So I share them on to you to write as well. How do I want others to respond to me, to treat me? This is going to also set my standard for how then I'm going to respond and treat others. So this again back to like think before you act type of scenarios. Like okay, how do I want that person to treat me if, if something happened in this similar situation? Um, so anyway, it's just I think a barrier of Jesus is, and then it says the law and the prophets. And I also put boxes around that. To me again, this is again when you said this is the law. 
and the prophets again reminding us this is what this is the law this is what god wants us to follow and this is this is what's going to please god yeah exactly a lot of people are like what is what is pleasing god i want to do what's pleasing to god and that's what lawyers saying also what jesus taught us is the the commandments is love god and love others and a one way to show that you love god is to love other people and the golden rule and not being angry not being judgmental but loving and helping people is a way to show love and that therefore it's pleasing Jesus, it's just little things. Like, I don't think they always have to be such, you big know, things. big things we have to do. There's small things that we can be kind and loving to other people to serve our Lord, right? And I think that you can cross. apply this golden rule to the judging part real quick. Oh, yeah. Because, again, you can judge people from, again, a loving place. It's not really, again, that you're, like, judging them just to judge them and to be mean. When you to make yourself, like, oh, I'm better than you. Right. I think, again, yeah. as us Christians, I've got Jesus reminding us here, you're judging others, and then he goes into the golden rule, but... Remember, if you don't want someone just coming up and you're like yelling at you for what you did, how then you're like, okay, if that person you don't really think what they're doing is quite right or right, morally right, like how would you want them to approach you if you were doing, you know? So it just it makes you kind of think about the whole. And I will admit that something that we've been talking a lot in our morning morning sessions with 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 Jesus is that how do you approach someone who you notice is, is a far off track? But I and there's so the, many in the world though. So how I just go we, back to the girls that comment on the show and I thought when we, they realize, hey girls, what you're doing is check into it. And they were just, they just brought, they just like, I guess, I don't even know, they, they didn't do it like, in the, I don't even know like the words that they would have done it from a judgment place. But I felt like, again, they were doing this. They were saying, hey, I think you girls might be going off the wrong way. And anyway, so... Um, and it's hard with sometimes on online. You, you feel can't, you can't yeah. always what someone types. You can't always get their tone or, or their their voice in it. So it's it's important to, to to remind yourself when you're reading people's things online. Like yes, sometimes you can tell someone's really angry or sad about something by the way they write. Of course, but we also remember we truly don't know the person's true them. motives and stuff. So that's why we just should always first be loving and kind first before the judging. Before we move to the narrow gate, um, the Be Loyal book, again, he, I love how he again reminded us again, the golden rule is one of the most misunderstood statements in the Bible. The statement is not the total sum of Christian truth, nor is it God's plan for redemption. Just the great truth is a principle that ought to govern our attitudes towards others. Again, it's not everything, but it is a important part, important part of it. It's a principle that we should as Michelle and I, it's just how we, it's a guideline. How am I doing? A little check-in with yourself throughout the day, especially how when you show up and treat others, governing your day-to-day -day attitudes towards other people. And again, Knowing that we're gonna have slip-ups, I know I catch and myself. And remember too, I remember with a lot of this stuff, remember Jesus is talking to his disciples with the black, which is the, our believers, so he again says, this only applies to believers. So that's what also I think makes it difficult in this world. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is a believer, which is, so it's reminding me this is also the why it's hard I think as us Christians we still have to be nice to other people even if they're not believers yeah. um, knowing that they won't do them always get back to us because they don't have this guiding principle but we should still do it because we, again, we said it. this this is a way to please God so this per the person who practices the golden rule refuses to say or do anything that would harm himself or to others um, the practicing the golden rule releases the love of God into our lives and enables us to help others, even those who want to hurt us. Um, so again, I just, this is about coming back to what Jesus was saying, following him isn't going to be an easy path. So this is when it's, I can find it being difficult. When you are nice to the people, A, if they're not a believer, or just that this is somebody being mean to you and they are a believer, you still, as us, we, to please God, we need to be 
the golden rule example. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the entering of the gate, the narrow gate, verses 13 through 14. And I feel like this is, is another scripture, even though it might not be right now in Michelle and I's journey, I feel like it's another one of those that's misunderstood. At least I find I'm struggling with it in terms of salvation, being saved, and what really we're supposed to do. And yeah. you know, this is where I am my journey. Like I feel like, again, Lauren and I are concerned ourselves, newbies, back to our Christianity, because it's been a long time since we had these principles running us. through us. And Lauren and I do not want to lead anyone astray or give false information. We're just truly sharing how what's processing in our minds and hearts at this time, knowing that we're always growing and evolving. So let's just read it out loud. I feel like it's very powerful, again, sometimes to read the verses out loud. So let's read together. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. And it's almost kind of like when I kind of reread it and sat with it, like what is Jesus really meaning by all this? It kind of sadness almost kind of came over me like, oh my gosh, like not many people are going to be going to heaven, which is, and it's so easy to get into hell. I just find that, and I bet God is probably crying too, like his people are, are not doing it. Alone in our faith in Jesus Christ, that he died, he rose for us, he died for our sins. That our faith alone and that faith alone in Jesus is our way to salvation, not by all these works that we're learning, a way of living, right? We'll just take it as is <laughs> written here. Yeah. So just some things that we learned from some of our commentaries. Again, this one, we, we I actually read more commentaries than I, I normally have done in past ones just because I really wanted to make sure. We actually sat on this for a few days before we recorded the, even yeah. this video because we wanted to make sure we really understood what so was I think the I message. Listened, we listened to our Harvest family, the Chuck Smith, and then I went on to some apps on my phone. A, ma a commentary from Matthew Henry, which I've done before, and then another one, where did I write down his notes here? Oh, here, from another commentary off, off one of my apps, other phone from David something, and I think I even wrote off, uh, off another one. I just wanted to see, with all of them kind of saying the same thing, I guess is what I was kind of going for, just because I told you, I will admit, this is one, one so thing that, that kind of made me sad and scared at the same time. So I'll just go over. I highlighted, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. And then I underlined it as well. And then I boxed in only and narrow. And, and then I wrote above it, heaven is not so easy to get in. And right now that's the, right now the message I'm sitting with. And as we'll keep going a little bit more detail, but just reading the scripture just as it is. And um, you you can enter. You know, so Jesus, just imagine Jesus and sitting in front of you. If you were back there as one of the disciples and he's saying this to you, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. And I know probably me, if I was back there, like, that's kind of scary. And what do you mean through the narrow gate? What's this narrow gate? And it's not, I don't think a physical, obviously a physical gate, but I think what Jesus was saying, even back then, that's why Jesus came is, it was so corrupted, there was not many believers in him, and so he was warning, I think, the disciples, hey, you're going to be doing a tough job, and it's going to be a narrow gate. And the narrow gate, and the, the way from our learnings from other people, is that the gate is Jesus. Again, going back into not everyone has fully accepted Jesus as their savior. So anyways, so lots, lots of other stuff we want to say here. I may note here that getting into heaven is more than just the ritual. It's just the more, more than these things that we do, right? We also need to be aware of not to fall into false things, as we also learned that a lot of, this is why Lori and I fell away from, from the truth from the Bible for so long. Which leads into the, now the false, which I think yeah. is a beautiful 
way Jesus portrayed the, all these scriptures is talking is that, about the gate, then he goes into the falseness. Yeah, is that many don't see that the gate is narrow, that the gospel has been watered down. And you can see that a lot, with especially with churches and pastors able to go online. I think a lot of people get, again, they don't want to scare we're people. humans, we're guilty of this as well, get stuck in growth more and more. And so what's the best way to grow your following? is to do things or say things, share things that you know they want to hear. The more popular things, the things that are less scary. Or um, they, and they don't talk about this hard stuff. Or they, like we also learned, you know, one pastor brought up a great example, a lot of pastors are kind of, they're, they're the ones that are choosing, oh no, we can we can make the gate a little bit narrow, but no, Jesus is saying it's narrow, no. but they're not teaching it that way. They're making it seem like, oh no, that's okay. Jesus will still accept you. You'll get in. But no, Jesus said no. When, it's, when we listen to Chuck Smith's uh, uh, commentary going over this, I love how he said he, he's one of those pastors that will bring this up and will talk about it and kind of like, hey, the, 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 nate is, the gate is narrow and not many people are going to find it. And um, he was doing that, though. I love how he said that. He's doing that because he feels like that's him. If he does, if he tells you, yeah, the gate's wide and anybody can get in, and you, you know, like almost like you don't, then he, he sets you up for a life that you, you know. So I love how he reminded, like, he's sharing this because it's the truth and to kind of make you be aware. So of I'll it. just be aware. Yeah. Whoever you listen to online, like, really pay attention how much hard stuff because following Jesus is hard. It is not. And easy. he just said that. The, the world will hate you. The world will push up against you. It's not only narrow, but the world is difficult. difficult. I may note to myself is. And what I think I got from Chuck too, I loved it. Look, the Lord walks with those on the narrow path. So knowing that when you choose Jesus and you choose to believe in the Bible and do your best to obey God, it's, it's a narrow road and there's going to be haters. There's going to be people that judge you and are mean to you. But just knowing that Jesus is like, sometimes I have to imagine like he's here next to me sometimes when Michelle and I are about to share something bold. Or like this on like on Instagram, like okay, it's, it's a narrow road, but I got I got Jesus on my side. And, and so. I think we just have to remember, like I was saying, like whoever you're listening to online, like really pay attention. How much of the stuff are they? Is it convicting you, or how much is it making you feel good all the time? It's not about perfection along this narrow path. It's us aiming to do this. It's our effort. We're actually making an effort to listen to Jesus' command yeah, to actually obey put what that, he says. Put forth a real effort into living for the for God. Yeah. So this is part of us walking the path, and just know that. Things you say, things you believe, things you stand for, majority of them are going to go against what the world says and what the way the world is, social media, and everyone is preaching. Yes, God wants love and peace everywhere, but he also has created his rules, his commandments, and it's something that Lloyd and I, we relate a lot to just parenting. Like as a parent, if you have kids, like you would do the same, right? You have your rules and your things you want your kids to listen to you, to obey you, because you you know some things that they don't know, right? But you love them and you want peace for them and you want them to have a great life, but you still this. And so just think about that for you, for your, yourself in your own life. I just wrote too at the end of that um, about, again, that if people find it and something to kind of think about why Jesus think Jesus is warning all of us here is be careful of what path you follow. Jesus's path? Or the popular one and I think in the world that we live in it is, it is hard. so hard to keep following the Jesus path versus the popular path in shelter we, we did that we and we know we will slip off yeah. sometimes like it goes back to it's like it's not about being perfect there's no you're, such thing Jesus is perfect not us it. it's just that you're putting an effort and I also already made note of again going back tying in with the judging one because this went followed after the judging one is we're not to judge like judge 
the uh, sinner, the person, but we're supposed to judge the sin that they're doing. Because there's a lot of things in this world that are against what the Bible says about how way people should be living and, and who they're being and things like that. People are tweaking it. Oh, express yourself. Live your best life. And these, these positive messages, again, the things that we fell for as well. But I want to live my best life, but we have to realize the best life is in heaven, heaven. not here. And so I think just it's just important to remind ourselves is that we're even sharing for ourselves. And please keep us in check. We're not... We're not here to pass judgment on the person. We're going to be loving and as peaceful to the person. But this actually just why we're asking God for this. But how do we help them see the see, truth in a positive see way? See that they're sinning in, in, in a nice, loving way. In a nice way. way to kind of like, hey, you know. So something that we're working on ourselves and how to, to best approach it. And just one last thing for mine. Um, I just put important to live for the Lord, not just to get baptized and then go and live an immoral, wicked life, which... What Jesus, again, was, I think, also going back to all the other things he was relaying to the Pharisees and back then. That's what they did. They were like, oh, I'm doing all these things. I'm, I'm holy. But their hearts and what they were doing and thinking that they were better than everybody else. But Jesus, that's, and they were still wicked people. So I think, again, this is another warning from Jesus. You know, which path are you going to do? Yeah, some uh, another commentary notes. I just wanted to share a few more things that, again, what is also saying here is that there's pretty much two ways. There's good and evil, right and wrong. There's really no middle ground. And I think that's what Jesus is also saying here is that the wrong, the evil way, the wrong way, it's wide. It's There's a lot of people who can go that way. The good way is the narrow way. And just, so it's something to follow us to just check. It's just like a check-in. Wait, where, which, way am I, which path am I on today? Which path am I on right now in the season of my life, knowing that we're all going to go through seasons where we might get off course a little bit. But again, it goes back to Jesus is so graceful and merciful one thing i also from the be uh be loyal book i love how he said again was talking about um the majority is not always right so it goes back we talked about is it the popular path or is it the jesus path so this is when you gotta keep asking god for discernment of do i listen to this person yeah. do i listen to what he has to say because it, hey, it seems real popular um the fact that everybody does it is proof is no proof that, it, that what they're doing is why and I just want to be careful what's popular because again that's what Michelle and I fell into the trap of law of attraction and manifesting how popular it was and living your best life and love yourself yeah. and you are enough was another one that Michelle and I it would just it just again this is all just wonderful warnings and so nice that Jesus warned us of all of this now and that we have the ability to check in with ourselves and, and be the light and yeah. so this is um, but also what he said here too is we can walk on the Broadway and keep our baggage of the sin, which I kind of talked about with the Pharisees and all the worldliness things. But if we enter the narrow way, Jesus's way, we must give up those things. So I think that he, that's what Jesus was saying about this. Like you, being a Christian and following, you have to give up trying, you know, you have to do your best not to sin. You have to put your effort to love other people, to judge people in a loving way, to do the golden rule. And so it was just a thing to... You have to realize, you have to question yourself. Have I given up some of those things to follow Yeah, I actually Jesus? wrote over here, now that you brought that up, I forgot to say, it's, uh, where was it? Something where about, like, you have to, when I write that, you have to lose yourself. Oh, I can't find it right now. Something about you have to lose yourself. Oh, here it is. It's not the page I was on. You have to lose yourself a kind of sense to find it by following Jesus. And, mm -hmm. and again, the way that the gate is wide to the evil way, to, to hell pretty much, is that there's a lot of different ways you can get in there, right? It's easy. So something to think about that Lloyd was saying, like I have even here, like how here that says, many will go through at the wide gates. So there's an abundance of people going that way. So that's when you need to ask yourself, well, by me going with the crowd, 
is it really the, this the right way or is it the wrong way? And because we, we have to remind ourselves because here is just a temporary place that God gave us this beauty to live in, knowing that the real beauty is there. So yeah. we have to make up these sacrifices in a way to to have the eternal yeah, life. Yeah, I could see a lot of people who are maybe not full believers yet or not sure about it. I can see them hearing even someone, a pastor speech about this hard stuff being like, I don't want any part of that. Oh, and then they go and hear a pastor like, no, it's okay if you sin, you know, like, or, or it's okay. Well, they don't talk about the sin, right. the things you shouldn't be doing, but you don't ask them all of it. And then when you get to the moment of the judgment, you know, you're like, but wait, this person said. So that's why I think this is I think a tough subject. I feel even uncomfortable myself sharing yeah. and talking about it. But again, I think it's it's because I know for myself, I know I'm going to run into temptations and, uh, and it's just who we are. We live in this world. And, and that's also why Jesus knows it. It's why he came down in a human form to he understands what we're going through. But that's also why it's so important to read the Bible, to keep those truths in you. Because so you can, be, so saying, you can check on yourself yeah. on a daily basis. Hey, it's going to be hard. Like again, it's not easy. There's no easy life. Okay, there's a lot of self-help people out there saying that. Again, Lori and I fell for a lot of that. But now that we've realized that's not the truth. If again you're a believer and you read the Bible and you believe the word is true, so again that's just something to take another another a new podcast real quick. Uh, I was listening to and um, I've really been enjoying her podcast. I've only listened to a few episodes and they've been really good, but. She shared about a book about, uh, I guess this lady used to be a Christian, and, and within her book, she said she normally doesn't do much reviews on like secular books and stuff, but since this lady came from a Christian background, she felt called to share about to kind of warn Christians, and I think that's just a sense of the a good judgment. positive judgment. Yeah. She's she's helping people see the truth of what this lady's book is, and she was was kind of scared. Like even even listening to myself, I was like, oh gosh, I can imagine if I got a hand of this book before Jesus opened her eyes, I probably would have fell for some of the stuff she said. Yeah. And so it's just, it is very, it's very real and it happens all the time, even from people that come from a, a Christian background that they are widening the gate, they're broadening it, but Jesus is the truth and the way, not what this person, just because they're popular online does not mean we should always believe what they say to do if it doesn't align with scripture. We also have to remind ourselves, Lord, like Jesus is always there with us walking the path. So it might seem hard, like how can I do it? How can I go? How do we share this stuff without shutting people away to them to be like, oh, that sounds too restrictive. I don't want that. I want to enjoy all these things. And so we have to remember to people, people myself, no, Jesus is with us. We can't do it. That's why we need a savior. And we want to share that with other people. Jesus is warning us that not all, not all roads lead to heaven. And lastly, before we ended out here from another commentary, I just want to make note of about a lot of people who are broadening the way a lot of it is you have to that's what the cuts a little bit why i feel it's tied in with the judging one you have to check with them do you think they're doing this of their own self-interest for their own gain i thought there's a great way to look at it or are they truly doing it to bring light to jesus remembering though we don't know truly fully completely the person's heart and motives that is god but we have we have to also do our best as christians here to to be that curious mind and have our Jesus lenses on us that we learned. So I thought that was a great way to look at it. Are the teachings that you're hearing, are they man-centered and, and appealing to your ears, or are they truly the fruit of God's words? So just something to th sit with here. We'll end out with all those deep ones. We know this was a, was a deep one. I told you this is one when I sat for a few days before we even got down to actually feeling called to record this video because we're like making sure we're understanding it and knowing that we, we, again, we don't want to teach falseness here, but we're doing our best to take what this is sharing. So just take away is that Jesus is warning us that there's two paths, his path or the popular path. Yeah. Um, and just keep asking God for discernment. Yeah, I know here that following Jesus involves self-sacrifice at every step. 
Many will follow the path of the ease and self-indulgence, but we should strive, again, aim to enter the straight gate. And this is all referencing to Luke here, uh, chapter 13, 24. I come across that we know everything. This is just what came through us and what we learned. I love you so much, and we'll see you guys in the next one.